Assalamu alaikum. Hey guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, this is the second part of our series on friendship. Thank you so much for the feedback. So um, in this episode, we're actually um, going to be speaking about the do's of a friendship. So it's going to be a more positive, mm-hmm. positive vibes today. So um, we're going to be talking about... Wait, sis, before we start, let's... Um... Okay, I'm going to ask you this question. Go on. Define a friend. So, who would you call a friend? Who would I call a friend? Um, a friend is someone who I feel I feel as though aligns with me in um, morals. And um, someone who I find is a kind, caring, respectful person. Someone who makes me feel um, cared for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And someone who values me, my time. Um, going back to love languages, and we spoke about words of affirmation. Um, a friend is someone who bigs me up, mm-hmm. who tells you when you are doing good things, but also tells you when you're doing something wrong in the best way. Yeah, someone who does those things. I wouldn't know what else to say. Just um, a good person. A good person that values you. Yeah. And not just puts the title of friendship at you know there and just moves on and doesn't take advantage of you sorry there you go okay um so do you want to hear google's definition give me google's definition so it's a person with whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically one exclusive exclusive of sexual or family relations okay um wait let me compare it to an acquaintance what does it have an acquaintance a person so the definition of an acquaintance is a person who um one knows slightly but who's not a close friend so again, it so, took out the mutual affection. Yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe the big difference. Yeah, the mutual affection. Because again, it's an acquaintance. You wouldn't, as I said, you wouldn't give them your all. So now we've read out the definitions of what a friend is and what an acquaintance is. We're going to move on to friendship dues. Do you want to kick it off? Um. Yes. So friendship dues and. Sorry, no, just friendship do's. Yes, yeah. I was going to say don'ts as We're well. We're being positive today. No, being positive. <laughs> I'm being positive. So, um, let's talk about the characteristics of a friend mm-hmm. and what we value in um, in a person. In a person. So, what dra- dra- what draws you to a person? Mm-hmm. What about them makes you want to form a friendship with them? Is this a rhetorical question you're asking me? I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Um, the first thing I would say is Oh, what draws me to someone? So mm. that's not that's even before I genuinely know them. Mm. I get drawn to someone who's in situations the more quieter mm. person, the more reserved person. I think I get drawn to that. You get drawn to that? Yeah. Mm. What about you? I feel like I don't like talking to the class clown or the one everyone's talking to. That's not me. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Is that rude? No, that it's not rude? rude. It's not rude. I understand what you mean. Um, That's like my instinct is to go to the person who's more quieter because I'm. Oh, it would it be lying if I say if I'm I'm quiet. No, you're not quiet. Um, that's a that's a lie. No, um, I I feel like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but um, throw that shade. Same. I'm not the same as well. I'm not gonna. I I, I do become friends. Mm, I think I like people that are quiet. Yeah. Though I am, this is the thing. I I I might. I know the loud person inside. So I become friends with you, but when we're together, 
like when we're outside or when we're in other settings we might not be the loudest we yeah. won't be the loudest but amongst ourselves and in our own group we know we entertain ourselves yeah do you know what i mean i agree with so that. i won't gravitate as i said it aligns with what you align with so like if you're not a person who seeks I agree with you. that's what I was trying to say. I just, I don't like being the centre of attention, so I'm not going to be friends with someone who's the centre of attention because then we're both the centre of attention and I don't like that. Okay. That's basically it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just, I'd rather be friends with someone who sits in the corner and does their own thing and is just reserved because then we can have our fun in the corner together by ourselves. Yeah. Exclusive. And so. you know, like, the f- quiet people that I've become, the people that I've, so I would consider myself an extrovert. But I've yeah, got I a lot of introverted, quite a few introverted friends. Not a lot, but I have quite a few introverted. One sitting right here. Okay, no. But um, the introverted friends. The I ones... am. I am an introvert. We're not gonna have this conversation right now. I'm. We're not gonna have okay, this conversation fine. right now. Okay, fine. View yourself as introvert. That's uh, fine. Because okay, let's be real. Let's be real. Okay. Hundred percent honest. I'm so sorry, guys. Gonna have to listen to us go on a complete tangent. But we're here now, so we might as well talk about it. I am an introvert. Okay. Sis, I'm. I'm an introvert. I'm only extroverted to the people I feel comfortable with. So of course you, I'm an extrovert with you. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me like I'm lying? It's true. The thing is, um, you're well, my friend. Well, you're my friend, so I'm just trying to be as nice as I can be. So yes, I She's think an, you're an introvert. You're. An, I feel like, as I said, like we're okay. Let me say it like this, right? As I said, that's actually shade. No, it's not. So as I said, as I said, we don't look for that sense of attention type thing right and a lot of people I mean, they don't it's not like just ourselves many people don't search for that attention i feel like there's a few people that like to be the center of attention in many settings right or crave attention of or crave attention there's few but um with us as i said we're extroverted together creating our own entertainment we're not silent people and that's not people you, people are not like that in friendships but okay i'm not gonna lie to you to the viewers because they probably heard me speak so much on the last two episodes that we've done i'm not um clearly not a complete introvert because i'm sitting here recording a podcast for whoever to listen to what i'm trying to say is i'm not one to go out there and approach people or go out there and speak to people or go out there and like we've been in situations where i've met your friends and i wouldn't really go and talk to them it'll be a situation where we run into them and i'll just keep walking Um, because i don't i thought like i'm reserved no i think you're no no no. i don't we're both very much comfortable people to talk to people we're not socially um we're not unable to speak to people or create like you know dialogues or like it's not like we're uncomfortable am i making myself sound socially awkward i'm not socially awkward no it does sound like you're saying you're socially awkward we're not okay okay, so you know what i'm just for the sake of argument i'm an extrovert okay let's move on let's say you're an extrovert okay okay. for the sake of the argument we're able to agree to disagree to be honest agree to disagree yeah but i think being an introvert is a big thing it's a very big thing and it can have its negatives and positives just like being um an extrovert can have its negatives and positives i'm saying i'm an extrovert Mm -hmm. um but i'm an extrovert who understands when where the right time and right place is to let that self showcase that that, right Mm -hmm. so if i'm in um a room or a setting where i don't know the people i'm not going to be the loudest person do you know what i mean yeah, I'm not okay, going to be yeah. loud. I'm going to stay quiet and, you know, do my thing. Hmm. When I'm around my friends, it's a whole different thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a whole different vibe. I think the same for you. I would say from me as your friend. Yeah. You showcase your extro- ext- extroverted self. An extrovert doesn't have to be um, 
the loudest person but someone who's able to communicate with others comfortably um, someone who can lead a group of people yes leading or um you know like in that that's sense just, but i think that's just social anxiety to be honest i don't what it's called yeah but it sounded like you were talking like it sounded it was going yeah. down that route of like yeah. i'm too introverted to talk to people oh definitely not no. um i was just gonna say i would say a friendship do is like one trait or characteristic you need to have a, as a friend 110 percent is trustworthiness you know mm. um just to have someone who just to have someone who you know can give you their honest res- response and opinions to different situations where you handle some certain certain situations whether you um, were wrong and you dealt with things um in not the best way you need someone to help you be self-reflective and be extremely critical of you without being judgmental like you need constructive criticism in your life and that comes from someone who's trustworthy and honest mm. um in all realms of your life because at the end of the day we're all we're not going to be stagnant we don't want to be static we want to we want to evolve we want to better ourselves we want to develop we want to get get to different places we want to um just accelerate and, and elevate in different parts of our Best lives versions of ourselves 100 percent. so you need someone who's trustworthy and honest who's got the got your back got your back mm. but it's also able to it links with communication is also able to like communicate everything you or maybe the things that you've done incorrectly effectively like i like to tell my friends oh i don't mm, i don't think you might have i don't think you've probably handled this situation as best you could i think you're wrong due to a b and c but i understand why you did that i think that's important and i see and i do that for my friends i want and i want someone to do that for me because Especially if you're someone who's stubborn, you can envision. Like, I like to believe I'm always right, but do you think this comes down like with different friendships between men and women? What do you mean? Like coming from like a female perspective, a friendship because uh, when another female is coming to you, like I would say normally um, what's presented in social media and like what's sp- said about female friendships is that we're quite um, hostile and um negative i'm not saying we are i'm saying what is said about us is that usually females have um hostile and um not so positive friendship yeah i I mean yeah of building each other up you can you know go out with your girls and have fun and eat and you know laugh and all that but there's never that bettering betterment that is shared amongst each other um it's like, not uh, completely true yeah um but i'm saying this was presented no that's just due to the uh, the objectification and the sexualization of women mm. in general and the commodification of women mm. in in today's time because as much as people want to believe we don't live in a patriarchal society patriarchy is indoctrinated in these people and it's so sad that we pit women against each other mm. and make them believe that there's only one woman at the top you know there is mean? a pin chat pin um the um who's the best yeah. type of thing and, and can even, sorry no no go on and it can even link to race like there's only that one black golden girl that can be at the top because yeah. we're both black women okay yeah so let's just clarify that, clarify that one black women that's why we decided to choose our own race but it does play a bit into it because when we're talking about bme um 
females and females in general um this idea of bigging bigging each other up and like um wanting to do better all of us um is quite i wouldn't say taboo but it's not something that is um common there's so many cases i've heard of women um really going up being competitive against each other competition is fine healthy competition is fine but where they don't want better for each other and they don't want to get that executive position or that um great job or that house or do you know what i mean or that cute outfit or do you know what i mean health and wealth fitness all of that stuff they don't want that for each other you must have no i've heard of cases before no Oh, okay. You're talking about Patrick's story. <laughs> no, I feel like, alhamdulillah, the majority of time in my little bubble called my life, I haven't really felt that a majority of, like, girls I'm surrounded with and, like, young women I'm surrounded with feel that type of way. Negativity. Yeah, negativity. No, alhamdulillah, most of, uh, most of the people I've met and all my friends are extremely supportive. We're always the first to be cheering people on. Like, yep. my friend's success is my success. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that social media it's just life we love we, we just we're just all pessimistic people extremely pessimistic so the the minute minute percent of negativity and um women putting each other down or the unhealthy um, obsessive grudges and competition that women have against each other the toxic, it, the toxic friendships toxic are the highlighted friend, ones. yeah it's extremely highlighted which is a shame and i feel like but that's, the, that's, that's what life is. It's 2020, guys, and people just want the tea. They just want the drama. So, of course, that's all we're going to see on the TL. Of course, that's all we're going to see across social media. But the reality, I mean, I might be idealistic. I no, might no, be, no, I might be no, acting no, a bit naive. I mean. It is realistic that women are not like that because yeah. those friendships are not really highlighted. I would like to believe, and I don't think I'm being naive or idealistic. I just feel like majority of women, like a good 90% of us at least, aren't like that and it's it's sad that that's how we're portrayed but i think women are the most supportive to each other no 100 so that's a do you need a supportive friend you need that friend that's like yes sis you've got this like you can do it you can do it you're gonna get the job you're gonna get this place you know what i'll help you prepare for that interview of yours you know that assignment don't worry i'll I'll proofread it for you you need that friend to help you go to that next stage in life the next level in life because Mm. you you don't want to outgrow your friend a hundred percent. Why would you want that? Yeah. Why? I don't get it. Why would you, you ever want that? Go to the next. Then that's when toxicity is that word toxicity. Yep. Ill feelings start to fester and like jealousy. But if you guys are all growing together because you're supporting one another, if one was just to support one of their friends, so it wasn't reciprocated. That's when the toxicity and ill feelings. I'm like, I'm always supporting you. I'm always doing this for you, but you're but not, you're doing, not doing nothing for yeah? me. Yeah. That's when the ill feelings and the grudges, and that's when the friendships break down. So but share. Share. Yeah, share. Sh- Be shared supportiveness basically yeah, yeah. yeah and it's highlighted so much in our dean when it comes to um you speaking about uh, bigging each other up um there's also keeping on a positive note but for ourselves we should always um big ourselves up as well like know yourself and protect yourself um because anybody can um can let you down so it's always important to like be a good friend to yourself Oh, okay. I've never had that before. Yeah. Be a good friend to yourself. Be a good friend to yourself. So, um, big yourself up. Um, know your self-worth. We spoke about this before. And um, 
you say we spoke about this before, but that's just us two speaking about it. Not the, they haven't heard it. Yeah, so... It's like in our own private... In our friendship, own little friendship, friendship type. Yeah, yeah, so we've spoken about this ourselves. Yeah. But, um, so that's what I mean. But um, but we will, inshallah, do an episode on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like self-worth, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, um, yeah, so being a good friend to yourself, I think when you're a good friend to yourself and you know your self-worth and who you are, good people tend to come to come towards you. Do you know what I mean? You attract a good energy when you're a good when you care when you know you're a good person or you are a good person and you care for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because you would know what type of people should you want around you. Um when it comes to things like um from a Dean perspective, um religion religious perspective, um we speak we look at things like um evil eye and um that tend that happens in friendships, like it happens in many other relationships. But um, I feel like it's very easy for it to happen in a friendship because when you're outside of that whole family realm, mm-hmm. um, let, for example, if you're doing really well in life and you have a friend, like you said, um, when you're not moving up with somebody mm-hmm. and um, you're not really bigging that person up, I wouldn't say blame you, but um, I mean blame the person, mm-hmm. but I would say... Um, Evil they, eyes, no, very important to protect yourself. They could be frustrated within themselves for not growing at the same rate as their friend or not, or the absence of growth in general, not just in comparison to their friend. Yeah. So then they might let out that frustration and anger and maybe be humiliated a bit and maybe that frustration and anger might be might be imposed onto the friend who's on the journey of growth and self-development. No, maybe... Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean, but I'm going to say, look at it from the perspective of a person that could give evil eye. So the instead one, of the person that so the one who's not going off anywhere the one, yeah because I feel like you should be conscious Are you saying of that? not being jealous or um, or envious. Um, envious of the person um, obviously evil eye doesn't come from just that um, yeah I, like the common misconception Wow. The common misconception. Thank you. The common misconception of, oh, so-and-so didn't say mashallah. I said, I'm going to get evil eye. That's not how it works, love. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So just, how does it work? Explain it to us. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not a like, sheikh, a scholarly person, but from the very little, very, very little I know, extremely little, minute, research I've done. I just had to emphasise that, sorry. Evil eye can only inflict... First of all, let me just disclaimer if something is like if something happens to you it's happened by the other Allah nothing can happen to you without without the permission of Allah mm-hmm. that's first and foremost so evil eye the way it works is say there's jealousy and envy as manifesting someone about you mm-hmm. it's about you continuously protecting yourself so this adkar in the morning when you wake up you should say adkar and when you put your clothes on, you should say adkar. When mm-hmm. you go to the toilet to brush your teeth, having a shower, you should say adkar. Before you go to the toilet, when you mm-hmm. come out, you should say adkar. Mm-hmm. You should be constantly protected. Like when you leave the house, there's adkar to say. When you're traveling on like, transport, there should be adkar to say. When you're about to drive, there's adkar to say. When you're coming to places of work and you're about to see non-Muslims. I don't know, there's adkar to say continuously. Every situation. In every little situation, yeah. there's adkar to say. There's 
when you go to the masajids, when you leave in the masajid, there's, do you know what, so if you continue the you evening ones, there's ones that you have to refresh after asr, like the morning adhkar like expires after asr, then you have to do evening adhkar. Yeah, then, emphasize on that, the expiry of um, adhkar. Yeah, so like after yeah, after the morning, there's the are set of morning adhkar, and then after asr, that's when you have to expire, so you have to do evening adhkar. If you have that continuous protection, and it wasn't written for you, then you won't be afflicted with evil. I, I feel like on the TL, that's such a hype. Like, oh my God, that person didn't say Allah Mubarak to me. They didn't say Allah Mubarak to her. That girl's going to get evil eyes. They didn't say, MashaAllah, that person's mm. going to get evil eye. It's, and doesn't it come down to, like, um, remembrance of Allah? In that lack of, of remembrance uh, of Allah? Yeah, remembrance of Allah in terms of continuously doing a dhikr and adhkari, 100%. And you always have the remembrance of Allah with you. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be... That evil lie. Oh yeah, coming from you. Qadrullah, it was written for that person, and Allah will like. Oh, you should have that strong yaqeen, that strong belief that Allah will never forsake you. Like Allah will never forsake you, and if you have that belief in your head and you're striving for good, knowing that Allah will never forsake you, and He's your Creator, He's your sustainer, He's the one that provides you sustenance. You shouldn't ever look at any of anyone's journey. It's exactly. So it's easier said than done. It, it is. It is. But. Practice makes perfect or close to perfection anyway. So as long as you're constantly reminding yourself that when you feel these ill feelings or I feel like there's different levels of jealousy. So sorry, as soon as you start saying, oh, it's not fair. Why does so You need to stop yourself and reflect and say, alhamdulillah, what you yeah. have. And um, there's even there's an ayat in Surah Ibrahim. Oh, okay, I have to do my research. I don't like saying ayat without... No, that's fine. Take your time. Without, okay. Let me, there's Surah um, Ibrahim. Surah Allah, where he says to his servants... Which is one of us, he's in. Okay, so Surah Ibrahim is ayah 7. And when, I remember when your Lord proclaimed, If you are grateful, I will surely increase you in favor. But if you deny, indeed, my punishment is severe. Mm. So if you are grateful, I will surely, surely increase you in favor. So it's just about having that gratitude towards Allah and counting your blessings. As cliche as it sounds, count them as like when I when I get into a rut and I'm like oh my god oh my god and then I realize I'm like wait alhamdulillah I've got this alhamdulillah for this alhamdulillah for that and then I realize is there anything for me to really complain about mm. it just it's an iman boost within itself it's self-reflection as a believing individual it's something we should always strive to do it's a constant what's the word it's a it's a it's a perpetual cycle of constant reminders and and we're so blessed, alhamdulillah, you know, like everything, every, I think people forget like the smallest things are a blessing, like waking up yeah. in the morning, being able to have another day to even redeem your like self and, pra- and worship see. Allah and another day to see, walk, breathe, see um, the people you love. Um, yeah. Those, it's, it doesn't have to be, oh, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got all these amazing things. No, you're, you're alive this morning. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, I'm walking this morning. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, every little blessing is a big thing. It's a big deal. So when you're out there, um, as, it, as you said, it's easier said than done. But you're, when you're out there um, um, yearning for something that somebody else has, um, whether that's materialistic or... It's usually, like... It's usually materialistic. Materialistic stuff. Or, like, looks human. and stuff. And the nafs of a human is always to, like, go for, like, materialistic stuff. Materialistic because stuff. Because the shaytan makes that so beautiful for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're out there yearning for this stuff, just think about the things that you couldn't... You know, the things that you already have or you couldn't have. But not only that, it's like using that feeling and like changing it and channeling it into you getting there. So be inspired by that person. Oh, yeah, be better. Yeah, just be like, oh, that person has that. Instead of saying, why don't I have that? How about you get up, 
uh, go do something and you know what i'm going to do better today that person has a car that person has this that person has this how do they get that well they got a job how about Allah, i go get a job Allah's you know blessings what? they are blessed do you, know, do you know what i'm trying to say mm. instead of i feel like we're such a pessimistic negative society love to complain oh complaining is our favorite that we don't even realize we're in such a rut that we don't like we we are the ones that put ourselves there mm. we are the ones that obviously everything with, with the help of allah but we are the ones that can get ourselves out with the help of Allah in the will mm. of Allah, inshallah. Through dua, through hard work, mm-hmm. through. Dua, hard work, and belief. Like, belief that you can get there, yeah. yeah. I was listening to a lecture, my favourite, favourite, you know what I want to say. Who do I love listening to? Um, Sheikh Abdul Yeah, Sheikh Abdul Ashish. I love listening to his lectures. And he was saying, he was talking about a dua, so it was a whole anecdote about. This man who said, oh, Sheikh, he came to the Sheikh with a problem. He goes, oh, Sheikh, I had this um, problem. And and Sheikh was, and he explained the problem to Sheikh. And the Sheikh was like, oh, it's fine, you know, just make dua, inshallah. And he goes, oh, oh, Sheikh, but you know, I made dua, but... And the Sheikh was like, oh, no, no. If you made dua, there shouldn't be no but. You should have strong yaqeen, strong belief that I made this dua and Allah will accept it. And if he doesn't give me what I want to do, he'll give me something better, replace it with something better. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like the du'a. I'm, I'm complex. It's like the du'a when you say, um, oh my god, what? You, you know, it's the tip of my tongue. Do you know what something's on the tip of your tongue? It's the du'a where you say to Allah, oh, Allah, if it's good for me, then bring it my way. Okay. And if it's not, then. Is it istighara? It's, like, it's part of the istighara. Oh, Allah, yeah. if it's good for me, to bring it my way. And if it's not. Okay, give me a second. Let me, let me, let me quote it exactly. We come with our receipts here. <laughs> what is it? I end it. Take your time. These are very important to always um, uh, um, not just say things, but back them because the religion always t- already tells us all of these things. Yeah. It's so clear and cut in, um, in Islam, um, these things, you know, um, okay. avoiding the jealousy, avoiding bad friendships, avoiding um, being a, when you're trying to aspire for better or aspire for other things. Um, it's all there for us, clear and cut, how to do it. Got it out. So it says, Oh Allah, if you know that this undertaking is in the best interests of my religion, my life in this world, and my life in the hereafter, and can yield success results in both the short term and the long term, then make it possible for me and make it easy for me and then bless me in it. Oh Allah, if you know that this this undertaking is not in the best interests of my religion, my life in this world, and my life in the hereafter, then turn it away from me and make it easy for me to do well wherever I may be. May happen to be and make me content with your verdict, O oh, most merciful, O oh, of the most merciful. That's such a beautiful da. Mm. And people have a misconception that istikhara is only used for a certain like event or certain period in their life. Istikhara can be used for everything and anything. Anything. Job, istikhara. Mm. Like uni application, is this university good for me? Istikhara. Mm. Like a new position in the same company, you work for that company, but it's a different position. Istikhara. Guys, Everything in life. I think istikhara. I was istikhara one time at school when I was in sixth form. Yeah. I don't know for what reason. I think it was one of my. Um, it was this event or something that was happening. Yeah. And we um, there was another friend of mine, and um, I think I prayed. We prayed istikhara. I don't know where it came from that day, but I knew that like the best thing to do in that moment was to see if it was good for me mm-hmm. or bad for me from like the guidance of Allah SWT. Mm-hmm. So, sorry to cut you off, go on. No, no, go for it, sis. Oh, I just oh. remember that was in the middle of an anecdote, is that why you told me to Yeah, go? continue, because <laughs> you're in the middle of an anecdote, yes. So the, 
the Sheikh said to the um, person, oh, listen, if you said, if you said, if you made that dua, then leave it up to Allah and Allah will grant you what's best for you. Because um, I heard this comparison where you have like a pixel and Allah has the whole image. So you think you know what's going to happen, but Allah knows what's best for you. Allah knows what would happen if it were to happen, even if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Allah knows every single possibility and the impossible if it were possible. Do you mm-hmm. see? So it's just about having strong um, belief, like which is called the yaqeen. And the best way to attain that, honestly, we're all just trying to, we're all laymen, we're trying to do our best. I think it's just practicing it. And sometimes firmly, blindly believing it in it. It might sound, obviously, tayo kamo. Come on, guys, don't be, use common sense. But after you've done the best you can, just be like the rest of after Allah. And I believe Allah will do what's good for me and Allah will never forsake me. And you know, sometimes you just have to say stuff. The more you say, like, Allah will never forsake me in any matter there is, because I've done the best I can and I made dua to him and he's the only one that has control of everyone's affairs, including mine, then that's it. That's it. And you need that person in your life to continuously remind you. Because we're all humans, we're all going to slip up. Like, I'll go and be like, I'll go to my grandma and be like, yeah, yeah, and then she'll be like, but yeah, who's got, I was going to speak Somali. <laughs> Every time my grandma speaks this in Somali, sorry. So my grandma will be like to me, oh, but who's, like, who's got affairs of everything? And I'm like, oh, but no, it's my teacher that's going to be marking. And then, but but who's got control of that teacher? But who's got control of everything? Allah is the one that has control of everything. So why are you stressing? Mm. And I'll be like, oh my God, this assignment, this, oh my God. And she goes, but you're stressing for the wrong test. Darling, this is not the real test. The real test is yet to come. And I'm like, oh. You need someone that continuously brings you back to why were we created? Mm. Do you know? Mm. And that's important in a friendship, which is why I've gone on this long rant, but that's extremely important in a friendship. Someone who you want to, who are around 24-7 needs to also have that impact of balance of deen. Yes, you want to get that amazing job. Yes, you want to get that first class in your degree. Yes, you want to get that nicest car, but are we going to be running, 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 running for this dunya? And then as soon as we want to turn around into akhirah, we're going to be those people that's like, oh, Allah, take me back. I can just pray extra salah. Oh, Allah, take me back. May Allah not make us one of those people. I mean, but those I mean. who regret, have so, so filled with such regret, I love talking, so let me just cut it right here, because I can talk for days about this, but just having someone who can help you balance your deen and your dunya is the best, like the best quality I think you should have in a friend, and you should try to be that for your friend. It's not about expecting stuff, as, as I said, entitlement, it's not about being entitled, but you should try to portray those characteristics so you can get that back, so you guys can feed off each other and grow with each other. Of course, 100%, and um, depending, again, like, people have, we have, we're humans, we have flaws, but um, it's always important to be um, patient and um, empathetic with people. So um, there's a book, um, I haven't read it, but there's a quote from it that I wanted to share. We so can maybe, like, give the title of the book or something. So it's called Daring um, Gently. I think it's by Brini Brown. B R E N E. We'll write in the Brown, description. Yeah. So um, when it comes to um, being empathetic, um, um, she described empathy as connecting with the emotions that someone is experiencing, not the events or the circum- um, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at um, somebody being above, not above, but doing better than you or something like that right yeah or um when building someone up um outside of when it comes to work school etc and also like dean wise yeah. be empathetic and understand the situation never too pushy or um um hurtful 
but um, kind and compassionate because a friend, again, is someone I think you should love and care for, like any other relationship. Do you know what I mean? They have rights over you. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to put that, I don't know, I just wanted to put that little bit in there. Do you know what I mean? Empathy is extremely important with everybody and anybody. Um, you don't have to be in the same position as they are to care for another person mm-hmm. and another person's circumstance. Um, I was watching a video that spoke about this as well, and they said something like, um, you, somebody might have, um, say somebody um, lost their job and they were really, really sad. Um, and they were very, like, extremely sad. This hurt them. You may have never lost a job, maybe, and but you know what sadness feels like and what deep, um, that deep sadness feels like. Maybe you've, you know, had other situations that have maybe happened. Maybe your cat died. Maybe your cat died. I was actually going to say that. Wow. Oh. No, really, I was about to just say really? that as well, but I feel a bit weird. A bit morbid. Yeah, a bit weird. But um, say you've experienced something that's caused you great sadness, you know what it feels like. You don't have to be in that same situation to know how to um care for somebody this actually comes down to um caring and for a friend Mm -hmm. and being compassionate and um, being there for them to listen to their issues we spoke about in the don'ts not to burden people with your issues but when it does come to sitting down and having a conversation about how you feel don't this is another part don't neglect a friend and don't neglect their problems so don't ever let this um hurt your mental health at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. I hope it's not a contradiction. It's not a contradiction. No, it's, not, it's not a contradiction at all. It's it's about balance. And I was gonna say, as my friend proclaimed me as as an extrovert, mm-hmm. I feel like this has happened to me quite a lot, this situation where people aren't mindful of their friends. Because if you like I Alhamdulillah like present myself as someone who's outgoing in the sense that it's like when I'm around my friends I'm extremely outgoing when I'm around my friends I'm extremely like bubbly and like happy-go-lucky um so happy-go-lucky happy-go-lucky so when situations arise and I'm slightly um stressed or I'm slightly not not up to up to par with like I usually be like not up to like my highest standards not my happiest day um that sometimes what a friend could do is they would oh it's just oh it's just you you know mm. and because it's me they wouldn't take what i'm saying seriously mm. oh you'll be fine no. yeah and it's, and it's like but if that was anyone else they would have sat down with them they would have spoke to them they would, oh but you would be, and alhamdulillah i know yes i know i would be fine i know every test comes to pass but it's like sometimes i need a sounding board sometimes i just want to let it out you know mm. and it's like because i'm the one that is always so happy, so like happy go lucky, so jokey, so bubbly, so oh my god, yeah, guys, let's have fun, let's go out here, let's do this. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you not happy? Oh yeah, I get that. You a lot know, as well. like what, what is, what is, what is going on today? Like sometimes you take so much responsibility for other people's emotions, and you're always the one that um, I'm not saying like in general. Sometimes yeah. some of us are the ones that take on board a lot of, um, but a lot of people's issues, and also um, we are the ones to make others happy and always want to strive to make others feel comfortable and happy and you know enjoy the time that they have with us mm-hmm. um there's some some people forget that we're human beings and that um some days i'm not gonna be the happiest and sometimes i need somebody to just um listen to me yeah. and understand that maybe today i'm not just feeling up to it and i want to have a bit of quiet time and um it's just being mindful to be honest because it's like that comes to us as well yeah that's what i'm saying be mindful as like 
some people might seem extroverted within their, within their friends that doesn't mean that they don't need that shoulder to lean on that doesn't mean and it's just it's quite upsetting that they won't give show like the same courtesy they would to like an, a complete stranger for example yeah we all have to be better with that you know we all have to be better and with sometimes that. because you have this expectation you, you feel this role in your friendship group that's like no that's not your job's not to be have an issue your job's the one to be happy like what's the one to listen to me they want to listen to me but you like but now you've come to me with this issue the most i want to tell you is don't worry you'll sort it out or it's not that deep dismissiveness no yeah i think a good it's... listener is what a friend needs mm-hmm. i'm so sorry I'm i cut you off with the good listener part yeah a good listener is what a friend needs like mm-hmm. to be a good friend you have to be a good listener it's what you want in a friend but it's reciprocated it can't be one friend does all the talking and the second does all the listening it has to be a 50 50 split yeah guys let's never be those people yeah. don't ever be those ones to um dismiss people's um feelings but don't ever but again like it, it doesn't contradict um caring for yourself mm-hmm. and being uh, taking number one being caring for yourself and um taking care of yourself and your mental health but also caring for others because those that you value and that you create friendships with um should also be able to um not only yeah, not only come to you with the greatest things and their their achievements and their happiness but also come with their sadness and like the days that they're feeling down they should be able to you know what i mean yeah um i think we've we've oh i think we've we've almost done almost done the last thing i wanted to talk about which i think i mentioned in the last in our last episode our first episode was having low maintenance friendships mm-hmm. those are the best 100 percent. like it's like going you can go quite like a while without speaking to your friends and you speak to them and it's normal it's like that you don't feel like you have to check up on them every single day you don't feel like you owe them an explanation as to why you didn't pick up their phone call if you were genuinely busy it's um it's not even like that you know what also is low maintenance is the time we spend with each other so not always doing the most flashiest and biggest things it's fun but i'm saying it doesn't have to it, i feel like a friendship shouldn't just include that like sometimes you should be able to have fun in the coffee shop and then and also be able to go out central and do like big motors big motors yeah it should be fun regardless it should yeah. be fun like mundane like we're gonna i keep saying this when we get older but we're gonna, it's gonna you, you get busier sometimes the only time you can see your friend is when you're running errands and you want to go run errands together or when you need to go collect stuff or when you need to when you need to buy um, something or um, you need to do something that is quite, as I said, something that's mundane, that could be the best time to, like, see each other and um, spend time with each other. And if you can make that a time, uh, if you can make that fun and enjoy that time to, with each other, mm-hmm. like, that's such a good friendship. We all have friendships where we it's too hard to do that and you might be able to only go out once every two weeks and do something big, which is completely fine, but... I don't know. I love those things. Yeah, I like those little things. Those little things are fun. I was gonna say the last thing, even though I said that was the last thing. I just literally came up with this a second ago while you were speaking. I was just gonna say, having respect for people's time is is important, but also having respect enough to re- reply to people's messages and like having that constant communication. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I feel like it's, it, we're in the 21st century, guys. It's it's. It's 2020. Are you telling me you're not on your phone 24-7 that you can't reply to a message? Mm. I feel like it's disrespectful or hurtful just thinking it's cute to air someone. That's not cute. No, I think 
It's become a fashion trend. That's not you can thing. be busy and you can have your things, but you know somebody must have said I saw something um, of um, some girl that messaged um, a friend of hers, let's say, and um, the friend was busy, and so they said, "Hey, I'm do I'm busy right now. Um, I've got this to do. Like whenever I call you, say I call you, and like this happens, yeah, yeah, this happens a lot. So say I call you, or let's say you call me, or something no, like but that. But when I call you, what do, what do, when you call me, what do I do? Oh, um. I still pick up. I yeah, you still pick up and say salam alaikum. Um, sis, I'm busy right now. I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm doing this. Is there anything I could do? Like, what's the what's Is the this something serious? Is it something serious? And I'll be like, no, it's fine. Just it, want to like, it's not that deep. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, but I still pick up. Yeah, it's not like I just ignore you. Like, I ignore your call. Yeah, I still pick up. I'm like, oh, sis, I'm doing this right now. Is but I call because sometimes my friends call me in terms of like, oh my god, this is going on. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, when yeah. they stress out and anxiety or a little emergency. So I never know. If your phone call could be something extremely serious, I'm never gonna ignore someone's phone call purposely. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's quite, I think it's quite still important to say like I'm busy right now That's before you go into like, hey, what's the problem? Like, what's the issue? Do you know what I mean? Which you do, you say. No, I say, um, but the thing is, you know me now. So when I pick up, I'm like, hey, salam, you salam, salam, salam says, um, what's up? Are you, um, is it something serious? And then you're like, oh no, no, I'm like, okay, I'm busy right now. I'll call you back in like an hour. I'll call you. I'll call you yeah, tonight. which is important because to be honest with me i wouldn't if i know that somebody's busy doing something i know that there's a right time and place to speak to someone about anything do you know what i mean yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't be like okay you need to pause your entire life and listen to me right now no but sometimes it's like do you know what something's happening in a situation but at the same time sometimes i'm like well, what's up is there anything what's going on i give time people time to say what's going on yeah and then if they're not in complete danger or they're not about to have a mental breakdown I can assess the situation if it's like oh my god like I watched this like I watched this and oh my god I was going to tell you about this podcast I listened to then of course I can put that pause and be like okay listen I've, I've got this I've got things to do right now yeah. but if it's something serious like, like I'm so hurt this happened and I just feel like I need someone to talk to then I, I'll give them it's about being you have your friends have rights over you come on your friends being, have rights over you it's yeah. about being a good friend and be like okay you know what this needs to wait like this assignment can wait an extra like 20 minutes while I'm on the phone you know it's Balance is key, guys. We're all struggling to get this right balance. I agree, here. actually. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's why I always pick up. Sometimes, you know me, even if I wake up late in the morning and someone calls me, I'll pick up my sleep office. Oh, hey, what's, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, I yeah. sound like a man in the morning. Do I always pick up? Um, yeah, or most times, you don't, no, most times you don't pick up, but it frustrates me. Most times you don't pick up, but you message me. I'm like, just pick up. No, no, no yeah, Because I don't see the message because my notifications are off. So you yeah, that's up. always easy. Yeah. yeah. So then you message me after, like, oh, this is going on or whatever. But yeah, yeah I'm on that phone right now. Yeah. No, but you should. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see because I'm trying to I'm trying to be less on my phone in 2020. I have time to go on my phone and reply to all my messages. Reply to anything serious. But my friends, if it's something serious, they call me anyway. So. Yeah, I think that's quite. Um, a responsible thing to do as well mm-hmm. it's just respecting people's it's just respecting people's time about messaging something and i'm like it's like about a plan or something like that it's about having decency and common courtesy like it's not cute to air people guys it's not cute, it's not <laughs> it's not cute. but to if you're airing your friends that's a whole different that, thing that's not really your friend that's not that's a whole different thing you don't, your friends. You don't respect if you, if you consciously go yeah i'm not gonna answer that message and it's like something that's quite important like you don't have anything to do it's important yeah and it's quite of a it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit sketchy yeah it's a bit sketchy, it's a bit sketchy. but mm-hmm. um inshallah we can all improve and become better friends um do you want to do a little summary before we leave of all the do's that we the said? do's and don'ts um i can do the do's you can do the don'ts 
Okay. How about that? Okay. So do you want me just to start? because the don'ts I were quite a, like, a whole episode away. Okay. If I do, if I do the, the don'ts. Okay. The first thing we spoke about, well, you spoke about. So, chip in here, sis, is about the, the love languages. Mm-hmm. So you were saying how, if someone feels aligning, aligning yourself with um, someone. Okay. Who's, second thing we spoke about which I was extremely passionate about is tardiness don't be tardy don't be late just don't <laughs> respect people's time the third thing we spoke about is um oh dang what was the third thing we spoke about no so I let you do dance um, um jealousy and we spoke about jealousy okay the third thing we spoke about is jealousy that came under the words of affirmation as well didn't it yeah just yeah just jealousy we spoke about a lot and this Islamic perspective of jealousy like jealousy and how to be a better um, not to um, yearn for what people have but to better yourself mm-hmm. um, from an uh, is it secular an Islamic point of view yeah yeah um, Just but it's, it basically combines like they're both the, they basically combine mm-hmm. like there's ways to be we talk, spoke about um, being a better version of yourself and being a good friend to yourself yeah not to depend on others yeah yeah the element of codependence and Mm. like learning individuality and independence and be able to sustain yourself and not being a burden that sounds so rude it does sound rude isn't it that's what i was thinking when i was saying it not be a burden to people it's just the honest truth today it's just the truth yeah there's okay let me there's a difference if you need genuine help you need to go get help like let me just say that. Whoa, okay. No, I'm saying, like, if you need someone to talk to, if you need to go to your GP, you need to go a to your therapist. therapist, 100% do that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Check a therapist. Mental health is extremely important. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a difference between seeking genuine, serious help because you need to, for the betterment of your health and your livelihood and your living and your well being and just whining. <laughs> there's a huge difference. And yeah, like we spoke difference. about negativity and negative surroundings yeah. and how that can be a massive. You could really like um, hurt someone. You know how like we talk about um, when we're standing with this, but you know how we always talk about um, being before you enter relationships to know yourself fully. I think you should do the same with um, friendships. Before you enter a friendship and go in thinking, yeah, I'm going to go and um, depend on this person, and um, this person's going to be the best thing like they're gonna fix me um fix yourself fix yourself 100 yeah. percent. i feel like you can always have um issues and we can always struggle and we can always help each other and speak to each other but um there's just no i agree it's like don't be, have a neg- don't don't let your friendship be completely surrounded or uh, uh always include that don't like um, come meet each other every week and do um, a sad circle yeah no, this that sounds to so me. bad yeah, yeah. it's true like, this happened to me but no you would have been what happened to me it's like fighting who had the worst week no yeah I feel like at that I feel like if you're Islamically aware or like you have religion anybody can go through this but I feel like sis don't be a sadistic alhamdulillah may Allah make it easy for you we can work through this explain it to me come on yeah. You know, not I'm like this is it. My life's I'm, over. Yeah, and the word it happens. And that word depression beings, is that word depression is chucked left, right, and center. It's, no, okay. Depression. I. You know what? Let's get the definition of depression. Cause no. I, I genuinely think it's a it's a clinically clinical illness. Like it's something that's diagnosed. So if a GP didn't diagnose you, say Alhamdulillah. Please don't be using that word. Okay. Um, I want to say 
I really wanted to, I know there's a conclusion, we love talking, but I really wanted to pick up on the point where you said when people come to that stage of their life where they want to look for a romantic relationship, they self-reflect. And I feel like you need to be self-reflecting at every stage of your life with your friends. Because I feel like if you're not, okay, no one's perfect, we all have our weaknesses. I'm the first to put my hand up and say, you know, I'm the most stubborn person you'll ever meet in your life. But I know that, you know, I know that. So it's like being able to pinpoint your your downfalls or what can cause problems in your life. So later on, Sissy can be like to me, yeah, I know you're stubborn, I know you want things your way, but this is where you went wrong. And me, knowing I'm stubborn, can't be like, can't get defensive. I see that as genuine advice. And also you respect my advice, like you know that it's coming from a place of um, genuine, that's a word, genuinity? A genuine place. Yeah. There we go. But that's also because the person's able to pinpoint their own weaknesses. I think if you're um, ending with the don'ts, if you're um, you need strong, some, you need somewhere to do's as well. Yeah. I think ending with the don'ts, um, if you're strong within yourself and you you respect yourself and care for yourself, you know, you'll know who to like, watch out for and who to um, attract. And you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't and you wouldn't, that kind of energy. And you wouldn't be that type of person as well. Yeah. So you, you, you get what you give out. And that's coming into the do's. Yeah. So, okay. Positive. The What's positives? the do's? So um, we spoke about a lot of things when it comes to um, dues. Um, we spoke about low maintenance friendships. We spoke about respect and um, um, valuing each other's time and caring for one another. We spoke about empathy. Um, what else did we speak about? I just got so into the conversation. We sp- what did we speak about? We also we also spoke about um Deen. Like when it comes to religion, we spoke about du'as and um we spoke about um the connection with Allah which overpowers uh, Yeah. Go, go and say the sentence. The connection of Allah overpowers um really people. Like jealousy and um um bad energies as a whole and um you can always strive to be a better person yourself because we did come down to talking about ourselves rather than those that may not be good friends mm-hmm. but how we can be a better friend and a better person is by being the best version of ourselves yeah. do you know what I mean I feel like if you're at your peak not always but like when you're at your peak um, emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. there's always it's easier to handle people mm. handle friendships does that make sense yeah it's, and no. also once you yeah it does because also once you reach your peak i mean life's a whole like roller coaster you're gonna fluctuate but once you reach the peak you know the kind of friend you should be mm. and you know the kind of energy you should be putting out you know the kind of responsibilities and the rights people have over you you will continuously strive to just better yourself and be a better human and be a better muslima in general mm. so does that wrap up the whole that does actually yes um thank you for listening to the final um episode of this series it is a two-part series though fun friendship yeah and um i hope you enjoyed um hopefully you took something away from it like hopefully it was a bit insightful or maybe you just stimulated conversations within your own friendship groups and yeah hopefully it was just some food for thought food for thought yeah so um 
Jazakallah khair for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. See you on the flip side, guys. Bye. Bye.